Hi there, folks. Thank you for joining me. Today, we are going to be talking about types of posts that you might make. Uh, and this will hopefully help you think of uh, if you've got a, a blog post or a piece of content, and then maybe we can now re import some fresh life into it by thinking of it in a slightly different way. Or maybe you just need help with coming up with ideas. Uh, this is what this session is all about. So let's stop this. Let's hit the intro and let's get chatting. Hi there, guys. Thank you for joining me here on this lovely podcast. Uh, it means a lot to me that um, you're still here, especially after that previous um, session on the 15th. I was just looking back on some old podcasts there, and I think I owe it to you to put a big thank you out there if anyone's um, liking and sharing and watching these podcasts because they mean a lot to me. And like this is where I feel like um, I'm, I'm at home in a way. Um, so I need to apologize in case my phone comes on because it's busy rebooting. But um, before we go any further, the obvious stuff, please do, you know, like, share, subscribe and share the podcast if they're of any use. Um, even better, just put the knowledge to use. Um, I want to give you today 15, well, 15, 20, I don't know. It might end up being a, a longer list than this, but essentially some... Um, some ideas for how you could increase traffic. You could increase your traffic anyway, but essentially if you're just struggling with uh, types of content. And this will help you refine some of these uh, blog posts or other video or audio podcast things that you've got, any type of content. And I stress that because this is a list I have from ages ago. And um, it's one that I created that actually talks about blog uh, types. And... I started off with one of them, which talks about updates and news, and I was doing that a lot. And this is like one of the ones that I would definitely suggest, but at the same time, with all of them, think about them twice. Um, I personally did do this and it didn't work for me. And as much as this one's on the list, I'm gonna sort of strike it off and say that only create news and updates uh, if you, quite low down on the list if you can think of some of these other things first and how they relate to uh, connect to your topic and if they're applicable then use these other ideas but updates and news for me didn't work because although it's really good as an idea for a type of content it's something that I found that I lean towards and I can see other people lean towards that more and I think that's almost like falling on into the trap of becoming uh, a news, um, what's the word? A news vendor might be the word, yeah. So that's not what you do. Yeah, you're a social enterprise, hopefully, if you listen to this, or a not-for-profit or a small business. Um, and if you're not, then welcome. But you have something that you want to do and you want to share the vision and values of what you're doing. What you don't want to do is sit down and kind of go, oh, uh, I'm just going to write an entire uh, blog post that's a news update. And then the following week or the following month, you're busy writing about news and updates, and it's really not what you need to be doing. So uh, every so often, you know, a, an update or an, a reflection, I per personally um, do reflections. 
Um, and I think that's a human way of me describing, expressing who I am, what I feel. And it's more human. So people identify with that. They also understand that this is uh, a review on where I'm up to. So it's an update, but it's a reflection and it's less of a an update. Like this is what we're doing official. And I think the more we can downplay the tone, but still keep within the keywords of our tone of voice. Um, it means we're able to exert the authority that we intend through the brand. Um, and we can break that mold by having an update uh, as well. That is just like that, but just slightly more tones of sort of casual uh, being yourself. I mean, we're allowed to be human, right? Um, so some of these other things that I'm just looking at the list overall, but uh, one of them is about freebies and I'm not sure how I sit on that one, as in it's really good and helpful. Uh, if you have a campaign, then that would be really helpful. And to give away a bit of the knowledge that you've got uh, is helpful and you should really just give it away. But we're in a world where there's a lot of data capturing. So people tend to typically have uh, this as an opportunity to data capture um, information. So you would ask for someone's name and email in exchange for this freebie coming into their inbox. Uh, and then the goal would be for you to then do your MailChimp. You know, you get your MailChimp on, do your email marketing. And that's really cool. But if you don't have, again, I'm critiquing my own work because this is old stuff that I, I found a list of. Uh, we're talking about like maybe 10 years old now. But it is valuable to have a freebie, but a lot of people think, oh, it's a great hook. And they miss the fact that there's a campaign structure and along the campaign journey, um, you would have um, the sales funnel filtering people through. So as you're getting 20%, 18 to 20% of your 2000 and you're getting 2000 people now liking your social media and then they come into your website and you're getting a thousand people, which is a miracle. Maybe you're not, maybe you're getting 200 people and that's great. But maybe you've out of that, you've only got, uh, 140, 150 people, which is still great. And apologies about that text. So then you've got still got this other stuff and eventually you'll find that numbers dwindle down. So having that understanding of what you're giving away as a freebie is really valid because by the time people bother to put their information in, they're really looking for that stuff. Um, as well as if you've done a keyword organic kind of thing where you've optimized that page and then you're asking for people to get more info on it and there's a freebie here, that's really cool. But people only want it if they want it. And if they don't, then they don't want it. And it's probably good to think about that user journey and the overall campaign because otherwise there's no point giving away a freebie. And if the freebie is just a last minute thought or something as a hook, my guess is that it's not that great in terms of content. And um, just off the bat, something else that somebody was saying, one of my clients was saying they would like to do some stuff and they were pointing out the good stuff, although they weren't saying that. And I had to repeat the good stuff back to them, but actually they were able to, well, they were able to identify themselves, but at the same time, they were identifying some negatives, which were in their, their words, um, things where they wasted time because they did this social media and it didn't work. And I said, well, focus on the stuff that did get the uh, return. 
because that's obvious to me at least. But what they were saying was sometimes giving that stuff away wasn't of help or of value to them. And I think that's freebies are good. It's definitely a, a, a type of content, but it might not be everything. I'm just looking at the time and realizing that these are all individual things that um, we probably want to talk about. So I'm going to hit through the list. I'm just going to read them out and then I'm going to try and pick on some of the other ones because I've gone through two that I think aren't valid. And in a way, what this shows you is um, I'm reviewing reviewing the old content I had and I'm sort of looking at it objectively with keen 2021 eyes. And obviously this stuff might be out of date. So it's really good to um, validate these things. And freebies aren't out of date, just they need to be more contextualized, I suppose. So the list quickly, just so you've got it, uh, include seasonal definitions, uh, Q&A, resources and tools, series, secrets, mistakes, lists, uh, reviews, answering questions, definitions, how-to, step-by-step guides, uh, challenges, quick tips and advice. I think I've said that already. Um, definitions, motivation and inspiration. Motivation and inspiration for me does does help it is really good from a branding point of view from a business point of view that trying to look through the eyes of the brand on what inspired the business to what inspires the business to i think that's really cool uh, we can do that personally but keeping the language leaned like the leaning tower piece of towards uh some of the content is really really helpful and i, I, I can see this working on both sides uh, but again small businesses social enterprises might be falling into the trap of motivation and inspiration being uh intrinsically personalized but it doesn't need to be i think there's a learning curve there in terms of how to have a tone of voice and how that's different to who you are and when i'm doing this podcast for example that please like and subscribe that's like I really want you to, but I, at the same time, I'm aware that there's a pattern to it and there will be a pattern to how your organization works and you just need to get grips to it and put that into all of this stuff. Uh, same again for uh, resources and tools and step-by-step guides. These are actually two different um, ideas, but I'm lumping them together because they are pretty much the same kind of thing. Um, and how-to guide might be an FAQ, but actually a step-to-step guide and how to do stuff is quite helpful for people, and they do need that uh, if it's applicable within what you're doing. And I think what's really interesting is that you can do that, and then you can cut yourself off. So you can stop at a point where you feel like you might be giving out too much info, so you can restrict that. And there's a slide about um, investing in digital in one of my workshops, and it's a little bit sort of, it's related to that. You, you want to chunk down the the large stuff that you've got. And by doing that, you're increasing efficiency, but you're also, by offering it out as a step-by-step guide, having this hook to potential income and revenue um, and all through data capturing as well. Um, some of these other things that I want to talk about are definitions. I, I wouldn't do a definition. However, if people are, accessing your service and they're not sure of something and you're offering a service like a service not a product because those are two different things but services tend to have that element of i need to define a key term or phrase just for example if we're talking about um 
I'm supposed to be working with a bike company. Well, I am sort of working with them more and more. Um, it's just a, one of those long, slow processes. Uh, and there's a couple of other businesses that come to mind. But if you, if, another example would be helping people through unemployment, getting work, looking at the jargon that the government might use in their work, uh, demystifying that might be another way of thinking about how, how you might um, look at some of that language. But that's really different to someone who might be doing a more face-to-face -face hospitality kind of, or offering a product. There's a different sort of mindset and it's worth storyboarding these things separately and coming up with ideas. My intention is actually for, for you to listen to this podcast and hopefully come up with ideas that are valuing you, um, that are really good and that you're noting them down and hopefully coming up with other ideas. Um, and please don't write these down or do anything if you're driving. Um, a lot of the times I do listen to podcasts when I'm driving. So um, please do drive safely if you're doing that. Um, some really cool, interesting things are reviews um because reviews help you to uh, critique and objectify the processes in which an individual might be going through and one of those things is coming to your website to validate a service uh, because they want to know how, what you think of another service or a particular technology or whatever it might be and i think that's really valuable and you really come off as um a great source of information and someone who's a real leader in that field. Uh, so leaving a review can be really good. What I would say is, as a global rule for all social media, never be negative. Never say anything negative. Look at your language and always try and say something positively and never bring negative into what you're doing. Otherwise, it's just not the place. And reviews is definitely where I would highlight that tone because you don't want to have something negative in your review um, because it doesn't look great on you or the business or the business full stop. Now, this does also highlight to you the need for, if you've been to another one of my workshops about um, Google Analytics and SEO and site building, the, the word here that you're looking for is backlinks when it comes to reviews because you could actively seek out a product service that you like, that you liaise with, and then what you could do is say, oh, we want to do a podcast on you. Can you please da, 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 and do this? And what links can we include? And you can buddy up with them or you can tell them that you're going to include this. They will then tune in and share that content themselves because you have done a raving review. Um, it needs to be more like a review, like an honest one, but it will also help you to um, think about how to push that out there and buddy up. So that will help the uh, backlinking. Uh, definitions we've gone over, and I feel like a lot of these things are one in the same. One thing I've noticed, and I apologize for, is I've it's on my radar, but for some reason, some podcasting channels are really good. However, the Apple one um, seems to separate and promote series over podcasts. So I'm a little bit more aware now of the fact that I need to make sure things are potentially in series because that's how Apple likes things. It doesn't like you to be just, oh, I'm going to put a podcast out there. And I, I feel like I do that a little bit. And I think it might be just my style, and then I will go back to um, look at making them into a series and chunking them up. So I would look at them in a seasonal aspect, I suppose. But having a series of things is really good. We 
is quite different to what I was describing actually, because when I did start doing series, I had, um, for example, my workshop, but instead of doing the whole uh, two, three hours, I would chunk it down into small bite-sized bits. And then I would encompass it all in one great, beautiful package by calling it a series. So chunking things down that you already do is really great because you can then find a way of pulling it together by calling it a series. And it's the same in YouTube, um, having playlists, that's a collection. So that's a little bit like having a series. So anywhere you can have bite-sized information is great for the user in the end, uh, but for you to have people jump onto one content or another when they're related would be really nice if you could create a playlist or a series. And something else I need to talk about is, ah, so this will be the last thing I'll talk about in this podcast, but seasonal. So I have already touched on it and that's what I wanted to do, which was really talk about something that people aren't aware of, which is evergreen content. And evergreen content is something that no matter when it happens, what happens, where it happens, how it happens, it doesn't matter if it's sunshine or raining, this is content people will go to. So it's really important to consider what might be as close as possible to evergreen content. Uh, but if it's not, then it would definitely be seasonal content. So seasonal content is where you would have uh, something, I mean, right now we're sort of maybe in the middle of summer i don't know when how you define summer but selling <clears throat> maybe tip tools and tips in your case or maybe it is a product and service around barbecues or summer or camping um and these things are definite activities that people only really do uh, in the summertime and there are trends whereas people do not buy uh jackets and water thingies and fleeces, um, ponchos. People don't buy those things uh, typically in the summer. They might do. Um, they might do because we do get really bad weather um, in the UK. And I'm sure we get a few months, monsoon splashes in America too. So it is about understanding seasons for things. Christmas is a really good example, but this is where we cross over um, the broad term that I use as seasonal seasons as a potential blog type for context for you because seasons is definitely seasons as in the four seasons however christmas is an event but i would still put that and lump it in as a season so now that we've talked about autumn spring winter um spring summer autumn winter yeah i did cover them all um but also looking at seasons so christmas easter new year that's great we've, let's get all of those in there Please don't miss out. Um, we need to be all encompassing. As a social enterprise, we care about the world. So um, all my podcasts and my workshops and my clients are geared towards making the world a better place. So we're all about social enterprises, not-for-profit, value for the user and the customer and helping the world out. Now, you need to be in that mindset and also including Ramadan messages and things that relate to that audience in, at that time of and if that support, if you've got content, you don't have to do it. But if you can consider and if you have an idea, put that out there. Hanukkah, um, all, all of these other things like Diwali, um, when you've got that time of year for the festival, for Caribbean Carnival Festival, Black History Month. These are calendar dates. We're not just talking about religious calendar festivals. We're now talking about other things that might happen. Black History Awareness, uh, National Women's Week, Weekend. Science Week, uh, 
whatever those subjects might be, it's important to be aware of them and put them in. So, yeah, I've kind of cheated there. I've talked about, I think in my list, actually looking at it, there isn't one that develops that idea of season. So although on the list I'm calling it seasons, it's definitely everything I've mentioned, which is events and um, sessions and weekends and works and days. Find the ones that align to you, though. Everything that I'm talking about, it's really important that you find something that aligns to you and use it in the right way. Right, so um, I'm coming up to 20 minutes. It's very rare that I do this, uh, but I got carried away, I guess. So I just want to say thank you for watching. Please do consider liking, subscribing, following, and all the other stuff. It means, I say this every time, but it genuinely does mean a lot. Uh, and my face lights up, and it makes my week when people uh, comment and share this content. And I do see that happen. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, please do tune into the next podcast. Until next time, see you guys later.